Hi there, so we'd like to talk to you today about a brand new delivery box available to you at a, at a discount using the show code QNPS. Right, what, 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 what is it you're trying to sell us again? Well, imagine a subscription service. I mean, you run a podcast, right? That's a lot of preparation work, right? Uh, I suppose, yes. What if the podcast could be delivered to you, to right. your door, right. in perfect pre-portioned uh, amounts, ready for you to just put together into a podcast? What, so you just give me all the pieces and I just put them together and there's a podcast? Exactly. You have all of your segments... All, all of the things you've watched, all, all pre-prepared. You just, you just have to cook them up into a podcast. I, I mean, I feel like that's, I feel like that's what we already do. We, we take the, the pre-portioned pieces and just make a show out of them. But what if there were some bits that didn't really work for you? You could send them right back, and there would be, you wouldn't be charged for those. But you get a discount for the more more bits of your podcast that you keep from our subscription box every every week. I mean, that feels like it's encouraging me to keep things I don't necessarily want in order to like get the get the discount and to not lose. It's just a little bonus, you know. They're they're already at a great price. I mean, I look, I've got these skits right here and these things I've played. I I I create my own of those. I don't. Why am I paying you money for those? Because new subscribers will get uh, this cool button badge. Oh, oh, that's oh, that's it. That's the whole point, huh? Oh, and and a pen. It's branded. Um, a lanyard. Look, this tote bag. Look. It's a hundred percent pure cotton, and it definitely wasn't made in a sweatshop. Wink. Give me, give me one sec. Jane, someone's someone's trying to sell us all the bits of the podcast we already make ourselves. <laughs> exactly. Get out. No discount for you. Strangers, queer and pleasant. I'm not Laura Cape Magnet Dale, and I'm not Jane Harris Magnet Dale. And welcome to another episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers. Possibly the last one before we get arrested. Ah, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. How how are you doing this day? <laughs> I don't think I said what the show is. It's queer trans where we talk about what we've done in the week. Yep. Yeah. You doing all right? <laughs> uh, I'm very tired. I I I had like two hours sleep. Night before last. Yeah. And I haven't really recovered yet. I had slightly more sleep, but not a lot of sleep. It's weird, because um, yesterday I was fine. Yeah. And then today I've just been like, I am zombie woman. I, today I've just been like, regular work press last minute protest prep day. It's all the things. Yeah, this and... will be your first protest after the police crime and sentencing bill came in. Ah! It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be noisy process. It's gonna be fine. Us and our loudspeaker will be fine. We're gonna be fine. We're gonna be fine. (laughs) What have you played this week? What have I played this week? Well, not a lot, I'll be honest. Um, I played the new Vampire Survivors update. Ooh, this is the one with the tree. This is the one with the tree. That seemed like a very powerful tree. This, this, I mean, that was mostly to do with the power-ups I got for it. Uh, (laughs) So the tree's default weapon is the powered-up version of the garlic, which you get when you combine the garlic with the heart. Yeah. So you're getting some, like, regenerating health. 
Mm. And you've got this sort of aura around you that's attacking or doing yeah. damage. And it starts pretty big. It starts, yeah, like most of the screen. Yeah. And, and, and also you can barely move. Like you can yeah. definitely move, but not much. Yeah, you are not going to be sprinting around the map. This is not one for like if you want to pick up the collectibles on the maps that you haven't picked up yet. Well, it depends because if you've got the uh, the new Arcana that um, brings all those things to you, yeah. then you can do it. In fact, I did do it in that one run that I did with Pepito the Tree. <laughs> but you get my point. It's it's not for it's not built for running around. Not really. No, it's um. Although I I did end up um getting the wings for it. By the time you fully powered up the wings, it's actually. Not not super slow. <laughs> it can move well enough to get away from like the guardians for the rings and stuff. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's pretty wild. The other character I can't remember what his name is. Um, the power up weapon looks like a Kinder Egg. Is this the character that just like random things fall from the sky yes, to drops damage furniture? Stuff? Yeah, drops furniture on things. Yep, just furniture just raining from the sky. <laughs> how how are they to play? Uh, fun. Especially once you get like the area and and um, like cooldown damage increased, because it's just raining f- constant furniture and it's uh, like taking forever and doing loads of damage and it's just very silly. I did because um, I needed to do the get to level uh, get to minute thirty one in the dairy area, yeah. the dairy plant. So I was like. Got a new character. They seem to be able to do a bit of damage. Maybe I'll survive a little bit of there being some some death. I wouldn't have survived if I hadn't started with the tarot that gave me extra lives. Ah. Uh, because fuck me, that character is difficult to get started. Yes. Partly because most things, even when they're like a random attack pattern, you can sort of make sure that that's... Like... It's easy to get back to where those enemies have been killed. Mm. With this, you've got to get basically under your own furniture, Mm. stay under there enough, and then be able to loop around and get the experience from that. And it can be a bit difficult positioning-wise, especially on a level like the fucking dairy plant. Yeah. um, Where there's lots of very strong enemies quite early on. Uh, It's tough. But I uh, I got there and, you know, got my minute 31. Mm. I'm now back to fully completed all of the things for this current iteration of uh, Vampire Survivors. And yeah, yeah, still really enjoying it. What about you? What have you played? Uh, I played a little bit of Dead Cells this week. Because uh, yeah. I, I went in because they finally released the uh, Breaking Barriers update, I think it was called. Um, which is their big accessibility update they've been talking about for a while. Mm. And... Ah, uh, yeah, there's some there's some really nice robust options in there. Um, not all of them are in the accessibility menu or the assist mode menu, so like, bear in mind you might need to dig around a bit to see what's in there. Um, some of the ones that I really appreciated, there is uh, the ability to turn a lot of mashing into just holds, which is always really nice. Uh, you can reduce a lot of the pixel effects so that there is less visual clutter distracting you. You can put a filter over the background so that it's easier to tell what is a background element and what's a interactable foreground element. Um, you can put you can put a, an outline around your character to make them easier to make out, which is always nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's a bunch of stuff that's like to do with manually tweaking the difficulty, but the one that I think is the most interesting and has definitely been the most controversial addition is 
Uh, Dead Cells, we've talked about it on here before, it's a side-scrolling roguelike, and uh, usually in those you go back to the start after a single death in most cases. You can give yourself extra lives as an accessibility feature, either one, three, five, seven, or infinite, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and the intention behind it, and it makes a lot of sense, is, hey, are you someone with a disability where you might have something that momentarily intrudes upon an otherwise very good run? Mm. Do you get things like uh, random muscle spasms? Do you have issues with momentarily losing focus? Do you not want one of those moments of disability impacting you to ruin your entire run? Start again from the beginning of the current uh, zone with the items and equipment you had at the start of that zone. Mm -hmm. Basically, hey, your disability fucked up for a second, you got the option to just restart from the start of that level if you want. I very much appreciate that being there. That is is Mm. a nice feature that hurts no one and gets in no one's way. Stop complaining about its inclusion. You don't have to use it, fucking nerds. Um, yeah, I, I, going back into that reminded me that I really enjoy it. Um, oh yeah, you can just have the map turned on right from the start of a level so that you don't have to uncover it as you go. That's nice. a, that's a nice one. There's a lot of just very nice settings in this that have been well thought out. And... Although to be fair, the re- yeah. I generally use the map in Dead Cells to where haven't I been, where is a dead end? That's entirely fair. It's it's sometimes useful to be able to go, is this actually a dead end or have I missed something and forgotten something? Like, b- both have their uses and oh, I yeah. can see... I, I appreciate them having the option there. A lot of them are just like, might not all be for me, but I appreciate that you oh, thought yeah. of it. Yeah, um, absolutely. So yeah, that's, that's a good update. Got, mm-hmm. me, got me back into playing. I need to get back into Dead Cells. I was really enjoying it for a while. Yeah. Weirdly, I was enjoying playing it on the Switch on your account. Yeah. And then I got it on the PC, and for some reason I just wasn't gelling with it as well. It didn't help that I streamed it, turned on Twitch mode, and chat just decided to just ruin me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want I to love play, you, chat. You're welcome to play it on Twitch again. Yeah. Um, yeah, what about you? You played anything else this week? Um, we finished our Link to the Past run. We did. We got most of the hearts. That yeah, we close enough. We got, you know, the half magic and most <laughs> of the hearts and... We got all the items. We did. We did get all the items. Yeah. So I think we did all right. Yeah. <laughs> how, how did you find this replay? Um, it was nice to go through again. Um, nice to play it normal, I guess. Yeah. It was a bit weird. There were a few times when I was like, the, the, things are in weird places. I, I, the, the correct places, some of them are a bit weird. <laughs> I, I think the one that got me is anytime there was a room with like, five chests in it you would get really excited because you'd been playing you you know last time you played was the <laughs> it's randomizer always just like fucking rupees yeah or you, you got really excited i was like oh it's a room with five chests they're not going to be anything good and you were like oh who knows what could be in these five <laughs> chests it could be five amazing things <laughs> nope they're all rupees. i could get five dungeon items in one go baby right i could get like two sword power-ups in one room who knows yeah i was just like oh it's gonna be mega rupees <laughs> fucking rupees yeah <laughs> Bombs. We did it. We got through. We, we did. played it to the, the end. end. Yeah. Yep. A remarkable eight deaths for the entire run. Yep. Definitely only that many. Definitely no more. In this definitely. timeline. In this timeline. Yeah. Uh, we put the Master Sword to rest to never, ever, ever be used again, ever. Definitely not until Link Between Worlds. <laughs> uh, yeah. It used to be a fun game. Yeah. Really slowly. At some point, we've got to get back to ages. We're yeah. gonna have to do ages at some point. Yeah, I guess we do. I know. We we, we can only put it off for so long. 
I don't know. I think we could probably put it off a really long time if we tried. If we really tried. If we believed in ourselves. Ah, uh, I don't believe in us that much. I think we'll cave. <laughs> the question is, will we cave to ages before Wand of Gamelon? <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, you don't want to physically play Wand of Gamelon more than you want to play, like, as of the two. I don't want to play either. Look, one, one of them is a complicated, tedious, like, we're going to have to do the walkthrough the whole way. One of them is fundamentally unplayable. Yay! One of them you will spend, like, two hours trying to make one jump. And and then we'll just give up and watch a video. Yeah. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> fun. Uh, I mean, watch, watching a video can be fun, and that game, that, that, that game's fucking wild. Yes. It's a lot. Yes. Well, excuse me, princess. That is legal, you know. Well. <laughs> uh, have you played anything else? I played a couple of things, or a little bit of a couple of things. Yes. Um, I started playing the demo uh, that just got released on Switch for uh, Live uh, Live Alive. Uh, it is a Super Nintendo game that never got translated into English. Right. That is now being ported to Switch with an English translation, full voice acting, and uh, that sort of uh, Octopath Traveler art style. The okay, yeah, yeah. 2D, uh, like, 3D. yeah, the uh, uh, HD 2D, I think they call it. Um, sure. Yeah, the pi pixel characters in 3D environments. Yeah. Um, and the the deal with this game is that there are it's a collection of short stories, uh, okay. all told like they're all Square Enix JRPGs, but they're all like short story form, uh, all set in different points in history, and they're all unconnected stories. Um, off the top of my head, I know one of them is set in, like, uh, is a prehistoric one where there is no spoken dialogue between any of the characters. Okay. Uh, things like that. There's one set in, in feudal Japan. Uh, and there's a demo that's out now that has, like, decently significant chunks of gameplay for three of them. Uh, mm. And the progress does carry over to the main main game. Uh, the, one I the, the one I chose to play was, like, I think 40 minutes of gameplay. Uh... And this is one set in the distant future. And the gimmick is you play as this adorable little robot that someone's made. Um, they are a spherical robot called Cube. Aww. And I'm like, hi, oh, you lie, friend. And you're on a space station. All the people are being woken up from cryosleep. You're getting to know all the crew of the ship. Uh, there's a shitty little army sergeant man who fucking kicks you across the room at one point. And everyone's like, oh, protect you, tiny small friend. And then it becomes clear that maybe this is alien. This might... It it seems like maybe you are playing as a small, adorable, spherical robot trapped on a ship with a alien creature that is slowly trying to kill off the crew. Ooh. And it's about to turn horror movie. And you're just this adorable little robot. And how are you going to help make sure your friends on the ship survive? Some of whom are nice, some of whom are not. But you've got your creator who's there and you're like... Yeah, I'm a tiny little sphere. I just wanna, I just wanna get through, okay? No. Um, the voice acting was really nice. Uh, was definitely appreciated to someone that like can sometimes struggle with focusing on a lot of a lot of text. Um, it was yeah. I'm really intrigued by the narrative on this one. Um, having a thing that's so clearly like a like a sci-fi horror, but you're playing as such an adorable little character is. Mm. Uh, a neat little ju juxtaposition. This has made me really intrigued. I like the idea. I like short story anthologies, and 
this seems like a like a well written, cool little collection of short stories. And I'm ex- I I I played the one and was like, that's plenty for me. I don't want to know anything else. I just want to play this when it comes out because it seems pretty chill. Uh, did you play anything else? Yes. I finally, because the Steam sale's on, I finally got webbed, which has been on my wishlist for a while. This is an adorable little game about an adorable little spider Aww. that has a dance button, a dedicated dance button. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> and it does little waves, and it's it's very cute. It's this, a tiny little jumping spider. This already sounds adorable. I might need to look it up while you're talking and maybe start downloading it. <laughs> sounds adorable. It's an adorable... Well, I'll give it a minute. Um... <laughs> This has become highly recommended by loads of people. I remember watching like little dev videos when they yeah. were like, "We're working out about how like shooting web goes. Yeah. You can like spin webs by like connecting two points." I, I remember some of this stuff when it was coming out. Uh, we had some movement stuff. Like they were working out uh, things like getting the mechanics of swinging correctly. Yeah. Obviously, you have to get your little. I was going to say Spider Man, but Spider 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 Spider. Um, <laughs> I, the the intro is kind of sad. Your boyfriend gets kidnapped. Your boyfriend has like uh is is kind of blue, and and gets stolen by a burb. Oh no! And it's like you're gonna have to go and get him get him back. Uh, you could um, you 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 could go and you need to go and find a guide who will get you to the bird's nest okay uh you need to go to the ants they might be able to help you mm-hmm. with like some weaponry yeah and you need to go and find something else as well i can't remember exactly what it is uh, basically this moth is like here's what you're gonna do right yeah this is how we get your your boyfriend back uh off you go then so i went down into the ant cave and the ants are like cool we've been attacked by the fire nation recently <laughs> Ah, the fire ants. Yes, everything was okay until the fire ant nation attacked. And um, like some shit's going down. We're we're just trying to sort some things out. Can you help us out? Here are a bunch of tasks to do. It's like wow, my my uh, my quest log's filling out real quick. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, we're trying to build a mech. Can you get like three legs for it? And and this for it and that for it. It's like oh okay, I guess guess I can try and do that for you. So I'm going down into this area, and then I found a little thing that looked like maybe habitat, and I was like, I'll go and see the people. And then I found some ants on skateboards, and a big burb on a skateboard. Mm. And the skateboard bird was like, hi, I'm Skateburb. <gasps> okay. I'm Skateburb. Uh, okay. Um, uh, uh-huh. uh, hey, do you, do you want to try skateboarding? I was like, okay, oh, okay that sounds fun. Question mark. It's like okay, cool. Um, jump on a skateboard. We'll clear it out, and you can go go through the the park. And I was like, oh, this is adorable and fun. So you're standing on top of a skateboard. You have a button to grip on, so that you can like push yourself along. It sounds adorable. And you can jump, and you can like there's like loads of little ramps and stuff. And I was like, this is adorable. And then I fell off my skateboard, and the skateboard flipped upside down. And I spent about a minute and a half trying to get the skateboard back up the right way, pushing it up the ramp, jumping in the air, doing a little tug with, uh, with, a, uh, with, a, with a bit of web, and then trying to get it back down again. Couldn't quite get it to land the right way up. Uh-huh. So couldn't get back on it. Oh, no. And then I got stuck down a hole. Oh, no. Like, I could get out, but I couldn't get the board out. 
I'm going to be really honest, this sounds like my experience playing Skatebird itself. <laughs> uh, um, and just started to really struggle with the controls pretty much from then on. I got, I was like, okay, I collected all the letters for webbed. I got an achievement. Apparently there was fuck all else down here. Oh. So I will, I will go back to doing the mission for the ants. Yeah. So I went and started doing the first couple of missions to get legs for this mech. And I was like, oh, this is, this is some difficult platforming. This is some, I'm, I'm struggling a bit with this, oh, no. this platforming and this, this moving and generally moving around in this environment. And I'm starting to have slightly Hollow Knight vibes about the way things are happening. And I've, I'm going to try it again, possibly when I'm not so freaking exhausted. But right now I am struggling a bit with the controls and, um, I don't know how much I'm enjoying this, which is a shame because it's fucking adorable. I hate when a game is adorable and I'm not with actually fun, yeah. to, not good to play. That's a shame. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Have you played anything else? Uh, the only other thing I've, I've played is I've, I've been messing around a little bit with the uh, Switch ports of Portal 1 and 2. Ooh. And all I have to say is the same thing I always say. I don't like that when you pick that up on a new platform, you can't just go straight into the director's commentary. You have to complete the game before you can play it in director's commentary. I, I, it's one of the few series of games that have good director's commentary in the gameplay. I, I don't want to play them without director's commentary anymore. I don't think just, I've ever played them with director's commentary. The director's commentary is really good. Okay. I, I very much enjoyed the director's commentary on both of them, but I was like, oh, I'm really, I'm really craving just that, that director's commentary portal. Uh, and now I've got, oh, I've got to replay through Portal first. I'm like, no, I don't want to play it twice back to back, both games twice back to back. Because if I do this, I'm going to have to play it and then wait a bit until it feels fresh yeah. again and then director's commentary. I'm like, just let me do the director's commentary from the start. Right. Trust, trust me to make my own decisions about what whether the director comments on what I do. Yeah, also, really wasn't sure about the voice they got to do GLaDOS in the trailer. It it I don't know whether it was a different voice or whether they just got a rushed performance for the trailer. They were like, okay, can you just fire out some lines quick? we got to get this ready for today. I'm not sure it's Alan McLean. I, it was unclear. I couldn't... I wasn't sure. GLaDOS unclear. <laughs> yeah. Portal it... stuck in ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that's everything I've played this week. Well then. <gasps> Time for this. Oh god, they just keep coming. Oh god. Okay. Um. Uh. Uh. Um. Ban, 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 acceptable, acceptable, warning, ban, ban. Oh, uh, are you okay there? There's, there's just too many of them. There's too many. There's too many of them just constantly. There's just everyone's everyone's reporting everyone. Yeah, God. Um, um, oh God. Uh, fascist, fascist. No, no, no. Hate speech, hate speech, sexism. Oh God. Uh, Hey, what are you doing? Just divide them up in the left and right. They're all, they should all be flagged like that already. Oh, okay, okay. Divide them up in the left and right. Left, in the bin. Right, accepted. No problems. Uh, uh, wait, aren't we going through and checking them one by one and making sure they in, in, enforce the terms of service? No, just blanket. Right wing, yes, fine, acceptable. Left wing, oh no, 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 no. What? what? This is Twitter. We don't have time to, like, just properly vet people. Also, 
lefties are too loud and always make a lot of noise, and they're the ones causing all the problems anyway. Okay, so just bad enough lefties that, like, I guess are, like, blowing a fuse and reacting to right-wing abuse? Like, it doesn't... Even if they're just, like, reacting to someone being yeah, bad yeah, to yeah, them, yeah, yeah, just yeah. bad if, if someone said, I'm gonna come to your house and murder you, that's absolutely fine. But if someone said, hey, fuck you, that's oh, hate speech, you okay. see. That's that's how that works. Yep. No bias here. No. No, no bias. bias here. No, uh, no bias here. And joining us late on the next segment, we have a trans woman who would like to talk about the uh, incident revolving around her vaginoplasty. If you could state your name, please. Oh, um, hi, I'm Laura. Hi. Laura, welcome. And and so it was a complete disaster, yes? No, no it was it was wonderful. It was painful pre- and terrible and well, I mean, seeping, it was, I imagine. I mean, it was... Painful. It was major surgery, but it was lovely and wonderful, and I've felt more myself ever since. I I'm d- delighted and couldn't be more pleased. So regret, lots of regret, is it? No, the opposite of regret, anti-regret, <laughs> happiness. Is that the opposite of regret? I don't regret anything. I'm I'm sorry, but this is this is a live news broadcast. You understand that we don't usually talk about this sort of thing here. It's Regret and misery and the reasons that you're ups- upset about having had the the surgery. Well, I know. That's why I was kind of quiet until you let me on the air. You, more people should hear that it's great. Get a vagina installed. They're wonderful. Do, do we have a... Do we have a turf anyway? We need a, we need a balance. Balance. Quick, somebody get some balance in here. Ah, 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 the trans woman's happy. Balance on my fucking vagina. <laughs> So, <gasps> what have you put in your eyes? What have I put in my eyes? I need to get my, my list up again. Um, I, well, I, wa- I watched that Nintendo Direct. There's some good things in there. I um, half watched it. I'm, I put it on and then realised I hadn't been paying attention to it. I'm mainly happy that Persona 5's finally coming to Switch. I, I, a bunch of the Personas are coming to Switch. And... Mm. I can't remember much else of what was in there. We had the portals. We did. The weird voiceover and yeah. we had Return to Monkey Island. We did. We saw gameplay of that with the new art style for, yeah. uh, for, for, for the characters. And as far as I can tell, all the original voices so far. It seems like it. Um, yeah. Uh, what, what else have we watched? We finished season one of The Boys and are making our Most way of the into... way through, I think, like half the way through season we're two. We're a good chunk of the way into season two now. How, yeah. how are you getting on with that? Oh, oh, it's it's a tough watch sometimes. <laughs> like, there have been a couple of times where I'm like, I'm not sure I want to keep watching this. Um, mm-hmm. I think especially I've struggled with how they are, what they are doing with the character of the Deep. Because yes. it feels like... Ever since he uh, was called out for what happened at the beginning of the first season, yeah. they've been sort of trying to paint him as this kind of sympathetic character. I I don't know. I think they're painting him as a character that is very into his own self-pity and doesn't acknowledge that he's done anything wrong and is very willing to be bought into a... A group that is promising him they will fix all his problems and make everything he should feel guilty about go away. Yeah, I mean, I... we've certainly been getting more of that in season two. But, like, the whole thing of uh, content warning for sexual assault, um, the 
the whole scene where he picks up that woman and um she's like fisting his gills. Yeah. Yeah. Like and like oh that's a really uncomfortable scene to watch. It's a really it's a really uncomfortable scene. But yeah. also like and I, I'm ne- I'm never one of these. Well, you know, the, the people who do that should be put in prison, where they will receive the same treatment. It's like no. there are a number of problems with that sentence, but also yeah. like th- that's not making him a sympathetic character. That's making this show just more difficult. It's yeah, and more problematic. And then the whole like like him just being kicked out of the seven and. The, the the way he interacts with sea life and stuff, it feels like, oh, every time he tries to do something good, he manages to fuck it up. Is he supposed to be comic relief somehow? I, like, I feel like there's the a show lot... show is too dark to pull that off, or I'm too neurodivergent to tell what they're doing with that. I, 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 I feel like what they're trying to do with the deep is they're trying, like, it feels to me like they're trying to build up a, a plot where he... He's being painted in a light where he thinks he can be redeemed and he thinks he can walk back into the Seven and it'll be like nothing ever happened because he's done all the things and he's felt sorry and some people were mean to him. And he married. And I, I want to watch him walk into the Seven and just have Starlight turn around and go, no, fuck off, you're still a fucking monster. Because mm. like that's what needs to happen is he goes on his whole journey of... I I. Uh, He's buying into everyone's bullshit that he, you know, he can be forgiven and that it's all okay now and he's done the work. It's like, no, you're still, yeah. you're still just the shit, the, the shit person you assaulted is still the person you assaulted yeah. and you've done no work with them whatsoever. Yeah. I, there's a lot of things in this where I'm like, I want to see you pay this off because I think this can work depending on what the payoff you're working to mm. is. Yeah. I don't know where they're going with that and that. I, I find a lot of the deep stuff, like, possibly the hardest to watch of anything in that show. And I literally watched someone have their face peeled off while I was eating. Oh, well, yeah, tonight. comparatively, I was like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, you you go, person ripping a face off. Absolutely. Yeah. But, like, yeah, that, the, I, I don't know what's going on with that. And also driving a boat through a whale. Poor whale. Poor whale. Poor whale. Have you watched anything else? <laughs> Uh, we've been through season three of Umbrella Academy. We did. That was really good. That was really good. <laughs> that was a much easier watch. Uh, I think they generally did a really good job with uh, Victor as a character. With yeah. uh, Elliot Har- uh, Elliot Page. I was going to say Elliot Hargreaves. Elliot Page <laughs> playing Victor Hargreaves. Yes. Um, I like that they... I, th- I think they would have had more trouble making like blending this into the show seamlessly had it not been for the fact... That Victor as a character, his first two seasons are 100% about not feeling like a part of the group and not knowing who he is and being unable to know himself properly. Mm. I think that that led very well into, we're going to jump right into a transition story. Was he out at all during second season stuff? No. So season three had been fully written okay. before Elliot Page came out. It hadn't started filming. Okay. So they... Because I, I wonder yeah. if there might be like, hey, some people knew, but he wasn't out out. So the uh, my understanding is no one on the crew, no one involved in the show, no one involved <laughs> in production knew until season three had already been fully written. Okay. So they put this transition storyline 
into an already written season three. And I think in that context, it is impressive what they pulled yeah, off. Yeah, it doesn't feel clunky. Yeah. You've, you've got one episode of we have to deal with the imminent fallout of the end of season two. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's out of the way. We have time for, for, for this character to go. Deep breath. God, I'm fucking trans. <laughs> Oops. A little bit. Oops all little, trans. Little bit. Oops all trans. Um, I feel like they did a good job with largely everyone just being okay with it and being good. And the closest we really had to conflict was, I'm going to respond in a very cis way to this and try and make it a big deal. Oops, okay, I shouldn't do that. But I will do something very nice for you later that kind of, mm. you know, is like an actual nice gesture. Yep. Um... Well, yeah, I generally thought they handled that really well. Yeah, so, but I, it's been pointed out the the way they did the tr- transition in that first episode. Yeah, that we had um, basically um, I can't remember what the character's dead name is, but we had yeah. like that character from the end of season two. They've all just popped in. Yeah, obviously still friend presenting at that point. Yeah, um, with makeup. Yes. In the clothes they'd left the last season. I was going to say about this. And then yeah. slowly throughout the episode, mm. there is less and less makeup on. I mean, obviously, there's, like, yeah. camera makeup on but because it's like, yeah. not too shiny. But... but they also start swapping out the out... Like, between that first scene where there is one outfit they have to be in because it's for continuity, but, like, through the rest of the episode leading up to the transition, they keep changing the outfits to be more and more androgynous. Yep. Um, there is one se- one outfit I remember in that first episode where they're walking out in the sun through this garden and it's like a very shapeless, uh, like, it's a very long shirt. It's not a dress. It is a shirt that is like almost down to the knees, but it is very definitely a button up shirt. And I'm like, it's like, mm, you're doing the work there. <laughs> and he's quite a straight up and a down kind of guy. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, that's just the way things hang on him, like a hanger. Yeah, it's they they did a good job of like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna slowly. If you know what you're looking for, we're working towards it. We're getting there. Yep, and then obviously we have that yeah. quite nice shot of um, the face reflected in the mirror of the yeah. barber shop with the like. Here are the ten hairstyles. Here are the ten hairstyles. <laughs> and. Um, I can't remember what the older brother's name is. Uh, Luther? Luther. Yeah. And Luther's like, is that number five? Good call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, there is one moment... There is one moment in that series where Dead Name is... Uh, no, it's not Dead Name. It's, it, there's one moment where they do a misgendering later in the season. I not even I don't even, didn't even spot yeah, that. Yeah, it was, it was when um, Klaus... They were playing catch. Yeah, when they were playing catch. Um... He mentions he he refers to Victor as daughter in the past tense. Yes, and not ideal. There is some maybe some justification she can come up with for why he would have done that in that context. But also, like, if that's the biggest mistake that this season had, that's a pretty that's a pretty damn good smooth doing a transition story and not making it a big deal. Yeah, I've had people uh, on my socials being like. Oh, it's, you know, it's really unbelievable that no one fucked his name up multiple times. And like, do you have any idea what's going on in the world right now? I so appreciate it. I mean... Not clenching throughout an entire series that I wanted to watch. Because there's now a trans character. I've seen people say that. And even to them, I was like, oh, there was, there was one. There was one. There you go. If you you need one, there was one. I'm not, I'm not super great that it was there. But like, if you need it, it's there. 
but it was just nice. It was nice for it to be like, hey, I'm trans, and the response to be, cool, happy for you. Really we have not, an apocalypse. Yeah, to do really it. not happy with X other thing you've been up to. That's that thing you did is bad, but like the trans thing's fine. Yep. Just like the and, fact you went and, and talked to so and so. And none of the none of us is the kind of person that's gonna go. No, you have to earn your gender because you fucked right, up in other ways. Right. Like even <laughs> even when like there is one character who is particularly like, I'm fucking annoyed with you, and I don't fucking feel like you deserve. You're a bad things. brother. Yeah. Even even then is like you are a bad brother, and I'm like, hmm. Thank you. Don't conditionalize that shit. Yep. Appreciated oh. the fuck out of that. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a lot of shit in that where I'm like, you know what, you you did a lot of it real right, and I'm I'm glad. Still also, no zombie robot Gustave Eiffel. I know, right? I know. Come on, look. If you ever want to read the comics, <laughs> here's the fun surprise. In the comics, that's literally the first fucking thing that happens in the comics. Yeah. Is fucking zombie robot Gustave Eiffel. I need to read the comics. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, literally the first thing in the first comic is the Eiffel Towers come to life and is shooting people with laser beams and they break in and go, of course, it's zombie ro- robot <laughs> Gustave Eiffel. <laughs> you, I think you'd enjoy the comics of this. They're good. Well, they've got to be better than the card game. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, Kickstarter on at the moment for the, the board game. There's a, there's a whole new board game. Yeah. And they're like, we're different people. And everyone's like, no, we know what happened with the last tabletop game that you lot made. It wasn't us. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Other than that, the season was very good for the, all the things that weren't the trans Oh, the content. visual stuff in that was incredible. What a beautiful oh, end to the world. Yeah, yeah, there was some real fucking gorgeous stuff going on there. Very. Can int- we also, can we talk about Faye's fucking outfits? Oh my god, Fa- <laughs> Faye's outfits were like... Look, I I don't know if Faye's pronouns were ever acknowledged at any point in that, but I'm like, oh, that's that's Faye, Faye, Faye non-binary, like that outfit styling. The, the, all fucking... of those costumes were like, they none of them would look right on me, but fuck me, they no, looked amazing. None of them would look right on anyone but them, because fucking hell, like... Those, I was getting those, some Matrix vibes a few times. There was a, there was a bunch of scenes where I was like, if you were to step forward and secretly be the evil ruler of the planet <laughs> who's been puppeting the strings for years, I'd believe you in a heartbeat. Yeah. Like, mm, there's some, some amazing outfit. Really cool powers. And yeah. the, the whole thing of um, the like the crows flying into in, into their back. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I generally like the new power sets introduced and sort of how they worked. Because yeah. um, this lot in the comics or... So they have been introduced at the end of oh, the yes. third yeah, volume yeah. of the comics, and it seems like the fourth volume is going to very much be about the sparrows. Don't know how similar they're going to be, how similar power sets going to be, or anything. Mm. But like, there's a few of them that I think like they stopped using their powers very quickly because maybe the showrunners realized they're a bit overpowered and they didn't know what to do with them. I particularly think of the hallucinations one. It gets used like in the first like episode or two. And then very quickly stops. I think part of that is to do with the fact that that is it's recognised as what's happening. Yeah. Like, and people know to watch out and avoid it. Yeah. Because like that that power, like like you see that power getting shot. Yeah. But not actually hitting anyone or it being deliberately ducked yeah. or avoided. It I becoming know, like, like a whole thing. It, it feels like a thing where it's like you you that that could be a really useful tool for narrative advancement for like. Yeah. 
showing what characters are going through and it feels like they they kind of discarded it mm. real quick. I also suspect part of that would be to do with just the grand nature of it. Because the very first yeah. thing we get is fucking Footloose. I mean, yeah. Which is incredible. Yeah. But like, how many dance numbers can you have in no, this? No, but I mean, you can have stuff like the second thing we got in that episode, the scene with Five and the Mannequin. Yeah. Like, there's some stuff you can do with it. But like, I I liked what they did with the... Uh, I, I don't... There was a character that that caused a bunch of problems. Um, it's Umbrella Academy. There were lots yes. of them. Okay, I don't <laughs> want to say the antagonist, but the character that was the center of like the big. This is the big thing we're trying to work out why happened this season. Oh, that happened because of you. I thought everything to do with with that that character. I don't know how better to nudge that what I'm getting at, but yeah, I I thought generally pretty well handled. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed that character. I, I thought that character's story was interesting and made a lot of sense and... Want more of that character? Yeah. N- narratively satisfying payoff. Yeah. Gosh, I'm real curious where they're going with it now. Because... Mm. Because we've got some weird shit happening right yeah, now. Yeah, I think we've we've well and truly like we're 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 not we're not on the fucking the comics cannot help me get a sense of where we're going anymore. <laughs> even even season three, like it was very loose sense of what was happening. Season two, uh, se- well, season three, season three, I kept going. Hey, will this location be like it is in the comics? And oh, okay, yeah, the, the, the location existed. It did. It did. I don't think it served the same purpose. I don't know. Maybe it did. Who knows? Who can say? Yeah. Yeah, there was there was lots going on, especially revealed in those last couple of episodes. Um, yeah, interesting, fascinating, and and that QR code in the stinger at the end of the last episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, interesting. Um, you watched anything else? Uh, what else have I slash we watched? I don't know. I'm having a look. Uh, I think that's everything I've watched this week. Okay, well, I've not watched a huge amount. I've watched a lot of tutorials for how to use Inkscape. Yes, I saw you watching about, like, CYMK profiles for printing and... Yeah. So there's two reasons why I've been looking up how to use Inkscape. Um, One was um just for, like, cleaner scaling... Because I've been making a bunch of t-shirts recently. Yeah. I've done, had some nice t-shirt designs. Um, and I always do those in uh, a, a, a general image manipulation program. Yeah. And it's like, but if what if they were scalable? What if I could make quite like quite nice things that were like easy to scale? And also like there's things where I've wanted to learn how to do like um, halftone shading. Mm, yeah. Um, and that the the usual program I use just doesn't really do that very well. Um, so it's like, what what if there was a way I could do that and a way that I could do that way more easily? Wouldn't that be cool? Yes, yes, it would. And there are these ways to do it, and there are these ways to make like nice, vibrant colored things. That obviously the CMYK thing yeah. is most of the free programs that exist do not have any automatic output for CMYK. Yeah. Uh, so you have to go to the Adobe products, but no one can afford the Adobe products and no one wants to give Adobe any fucking money. Freaky bastards. Um, in entirely different news, I guest edited... Um, 
the Jim Quisition this You week. did. That is a thing I watched. I watched that because I did the I subtitles on it, which does require me to watch it. But I watched yes. it. I would have watched it anyway. Yes. I recreated the entire intro to that. Yeah, you did. Yeah. So the logo is not the original logo. I had to create it from scratch and it took me five hours. <laughs> Sometimes you just don't have a resource on hand you need for a thing and now I've made it. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I remade it, but also I made that in a raster program. <laughs> and as has been pointed out, I probably would have had an easier time if I tried to make it in Vector. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, so it was like, maybe I could try again and maybe learn to do it in Vector. And that might be a, a fun thing to try and do. Yeah. You know, amongst all the other projects and things ah. that I want to do because ADHD. Hurrah! Hooray! Um, but... Like I've been, I've been finding that I've been doing a lot more um, artwork using um, the like vector tools within uh, general Im mm. image manipulation program because uh, just just because I want cleaner, straighter lines and things to be more even and scaling things mm. differently and just to have those nice effects, uh, mainly for t-shirt designs and stuff like that. But yeah, that, that's my thing that I've been doing. Um, join me on this quest as I learn how to do vector stuff. Yeah, And that, I think, is everything I've watched. Well then, time for this. Hello, we've got a new sponsor. Who's our new sponsor? Well, do you find social interaction difficult? Oh god, yes. Do you sometimes get trapped by that one person at a party who really wants to talk to you about something. Oh, I keep trying to do the whole, um, okay, well, I'm just gonna, and they just keep, they just don't disengage the conversation. Yep, 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 yep. yep. What God. if, what if you could get away? I, I want to get away. Oh. You want to fly away? <laughs> yeah, I was like, yes, I want to get away, I want to fly away. How do I do that? Well, you can try definitely real business net. Tell me more. If you don't want to deal with a social situation, just pocket text quickly. Okay, just yeah. just drop a text to 3722 and you will get a call. <gasps> a very important business call. Oh, a very important business call. At which point, obviously, you pick up and say the key phrase, I'm sorry, I have to take this. Oh, yeah, yeah. You step, uh, step away. And basically, it'll pay you, play you a podcast. Ah. And then, periodically, it will be, please respond... <laughs> Please, with, with the business. Please tell us that you have finished filing the accounts and we'll email them in the morning. Yes, things like that. We will ask you to, like, it'll prompt you with a sort yeah. of business reply. Now, you don't have to use the one they prompt you yeah. with. You obviously customise it yeah. to yourself, but they'll give you some suggestions for, like, yeah. phrases that you can utter and just be like, oh, yeah, really sorry. Yeah. Hey, I've, I'm sorry. so sorry about this. I've got to go. You uh, yeah. now, get on. Now, now might be a good time to say out loud... It's not my fault you can't fill the rotor for next week, for example. I don't know, these are business phrases. I feel like that that would that that's the point someone would be like, fucking hang up. Fucking hang up on them now. Fuck the boss. Unionize. You unionize this instance. Well see, that's why I'm not running this uh, this service and someone else's. I I exactly. don't I don't know how to fake a convincing business call, but they do. Exactly. Um, yeah, so go go get definitely real business call dot lol dot net and enter code Q and PS two one nine. I'm going with nine today. <laughs> that sounds right. Question mark. Question mark. Who can say I've lost track? <laughs>
inside the boardroom of Supremacy Software. Hi. Hi. So, I've been trying to come up with uh, some new new ways we can uh, get some unpaid labor on the uh, the workforce. Right, right. Because here's the problem. We say we're looking for, uh, you know, a lot of our buzz phrases have already started to wear thin. People know that volunteers don't get paid, that right. interns don't get paid, that, you know, uh, enthusiastic uh, applicants don't get paid. Apprentices don't exactly. get paid. So I'm trying to find a way that we can, like, disguise who gets paid and who doesn't. So I've, right. I've, I've been working on something. Right. Well, uh, yeah. So what if? What if, hear me out, we still call the volunteers volunteers, the people who would, you know, not getting paid, we just call them volunteers. Right. But the people we are paying, we also call them volunteers. They're just uh, full-time salaried em- volunteers. Sorry, I almost said employees. They're full-time salaried volunteers. Because then, here's what I'm thinking. What if we shorten it? Yeah. Full-time salunteers. It's, well, it's see, still got the volunteer ring to it, and no one knows what a volunteer is. I mean, we just made I, it up. I, maybe, maybe. My my thinking was, uh, we if we call them both volunteers, we can be like, uh, "Hey, volunteers, you're just like the rest of the dev team. They're also volunteers. You can assume they're not getting paid because we call them volunteers, so you don't feel bad you're not getting paid. But you know." We just leave out the part where they're getting paid and you're not. We're all volunteers here. We're all doing it for the love of the company. Okay, so instead of salunteer, what about, uh, instead of full-time salaried volunteer, fulleried volunteers. Fulleried volunteers. I, yeah, I, no I one think knows what got, a fullery is. Exactly, I think that can work. Yeah, I, I think you are a fucking genius. I, I think you are too. I know. What have you put in your ears? What have I put in my ears? I got a list. I put some things in my ears. Mostly protesty things because I'm in protest brain mode soon. Lots and lots of shouty, punky things and things that I have feelings from. Yeah. Uh, Though I'm going to start with something that maybe doesn't fit that list. Uh, Off of your recommendation, I started listening to Pollyanna last week. Uh, In particular, I listened to the song Slut. They're a good band. Good, yeah. good shouty good femme energy. Punk. Yeah, L- lots of just ang- angry femmes doing a doing a shout. Angie punk, angie punk. Yeah, I I just need a bit angie sometimes. Mm-hmm. Got got to be a bit angie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also listened to a bunch of despite what you've been told by the t- by two gallants, which mm-hmm. I bring that up every now and then on this show. It's one of those songs that I will just get into a mood and go. I want to have a thing that makes my soul vibrate a little bit that mm-hmm, I can just mm-hmm, sing along mm-hmm, with and mm-hmm. be like, I feel like I'm cleansing my spirit by listening. Yeah. Good one of those. Heck yeah. Um, and then it was more just angry, punky, punky things, often with with sort of queer energy to them. I listened to the whole album uh, Transgender Dysphoria Blues by Against Me. Good call. It's a good album, man. Such a good album. It is a good start to finish album with, like, a real good pacing. And, like, e- even the slower tracks that aren't as, like, angry, fr- front, front-focused front ro- uh, punk, still real good. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, I always forget until I'm listening to it that, like, Two Coffins is on that album, and I'm like, oh, oh, you're getting me there. Um... I listened to a song which I can't remember if I talked about on this show when I was listening to it the other week. Um, a song called "Sing If You're Glad to Be Gay" by Tom Robinson Band. La 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 la. Uh, from which is like from the I think late seventies, early eighties. Yes. Um, and it is a depressingly relevant song today. Still, isn't it just? Um, 
it is a song that was written during the uh, the the AIDS crisis, but it is very specifically about like um, me- media fear mongering around the queer community, mm-hmm. um, around uh, attempts to paint queer people as specifically like predators towards children, um, to do with like the like open callous lies told about the queer community in order to try and like break up community. It talks about stuff like the attempting to like break off parts of the community piece by piece. It talks about the if I'm nice to my oppressors, they'll come for me last oh, attitude yeah. and the like respectability politics of if I'm the right kind of not like flamboyant in your face queer, I will be the last one they come for. It it is depressing how relevant that song still feels. Mm-hmm. It's it's a good track. It's a good track. Yeah. Um, and I listened to uh, Dead Kennedys. Nazi punks fuck off. Nazi punks. Nazi Which, punks. Nazi punks fuck off. Sometimes you just need a bit of Nazi punks fuck off. It's, yeah, you do. It look. It is. It is not a complex message, nope. but it is an important it is the correct one. one. <laughs> Nazi punks fuck off. What about you? What do you listen to this week? Um, I haven't had a lot of time to listen to anything really. Yeah. I did get a, a, a about an hour up the park the other day to yeah. go and listen to uh, some music and do some poi. Uh, listen to Father Funk's remix of Calling the Gang's "Get Down on It." Uh, a bunch of other Father Funk remixes uh, off of the uh, oh gosh, the Party Time album and Phenomenal Funk EP. Go give them a listen. Oh, and the Fresh Prince of Bel Air EP. Oh, if you fancy a bit of uh, yeah. that, but in the Father Funk uh, drum and bassy style, uh, I've listened to a bunch of uh, SCP archives. Mm-hmm. Uh, I realised I had basically just. I, th- I think the series ended after um, Serapis, mm. and then I like because it wasn't on one week. I stopped paying attention to it. Yeah, I'm currently in that. Gap with a bunch of podcasts. Um, so there was Red Sea Object Part 1 and 2, which is SCP-093. Uh, what happens after SCP-2718? Uh, Cousin Johnny and the Cicada, uh, SCP-2852 and 3004, which are really weird. Um, basically, there's this entity that turns up at... Um, Usually church-based events, mm. so like weddings, funerals, and um, baptisms, mm. and horrible things happen. Oh no! Like that, the the person won't necessarily. The person will always appear roughly the same. This entity, um, they will be accepted by the rest of the group as being a member of the family, even if they are they appear to be in a completely different religious faith. Hmm. Or a completely different um, uh, ethnicity. They are um, like they, if if they speak, it's not words. It's just like Simlish. Hmm. And then, depending if it's a uh, baptism, a funeral, or a wedding, different things will happen, and hmm. they're quite fucking horrifying. And the second story is about um, I think the stained glass cicada. Mm. Which is uh, there's there's some sort of what it was in history and why we have to stop what we do to stop these things happening again in the future. 
so an interesting sort of split episode of, yeah. across two different SCPs. Uh, we had uh, The Reckoner, 3426, Tattletail, 2744, which was um, a pretty odd one. And I'm about halfway through at the moment of Bleeding Beneath Antarctica, which is 4413. So yeah, SCP Archive continues to be just good creepy. It's 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 not always perfect, uh, but you know it's it it fills my need for creepy drama, because mm. I I've tried listening to creepy podcasts and they just yeah. like like documentary type podcasts yeah. or um you... just can't get into them. Yeah, dramatize for me. <laughs> Come on, dramatize. I sound like Eve. dramatize. <laughs> sound like Eve. Dramatize. Yeah, you won't know who Eve is, but that does sound like Eve. <laughs> uh, have you listened to anything else? Uh, the only other thing I've listened to, and by the time people hear this, uh, like if you're listening to this what, the second it goes up on on the on the Patreon, may, yeah, it's technically meant to go out tomorrow. But like, uh, spread your wings by Convoke is available to listen to. It's been up on Spotify for like a week. <gasps> I've, I've had to be like, shh. Uh, but by the time you hear this, it'll probably be up with a lyric video as well. Yeah. Um, spread your wings by Convoke. It is cool trans rock. The rock track that has some of me doing a protest shout in in it's the middle of it. It's technically being released when you're at your next protest. I'm gonna be. It's 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 official release day is while I'm at the next protest. The previous protest will be part of a song releasing. Don't play it too loud because if it's noisy, <laughs> the police will come. I'm gonna turn it on loud. I do it. <laughs> So yeah, go. So uh, if you're hearing this, please help bail us out. Uh, so please, 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 please go check out uh, "Spread Your Wings" by Convoke. I'm so, I'm so excited about this track. It's I'm really so proud of it. Good. It's such a good track. I oh, a couple of months ago when I went to visit a friend over in the states mm-hmm. for a week, uh, I got the final version of the track was ready then. And I spent like four hours listening to it on loop, going, "This is really cool." And also, I did it. Yep, <laughs> that's, that's very. And you excited. sent me a copy, and I've listened to it several times since. It's oh, real good. Yeah, go check out "Spread Your Wings" by Convoke. I'm very proud of it, and yeah. I, I, I hope lots of people listen to it. Yep, and I wish them luck with the, the all, the, all the, all the musics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you listen to anything else? Oh, really? No, it's not been a very listen-heavy week. Well then, time for this. Um, who is it? Huh? Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the little hole. Okay, okay, okay. Um, hi- hey, hi. Sorry about it, all all of this. Uh-huh. So look, I'm trying to. I I don't want I don't want capitalism anymore, right? Um, capitalism's bad, uh-huh. right? So I've been trying to find ways to keep capitalism out, and my best guess is that maybe capitalism's like a vampire. And it can't come in if it's not invited. That does explain the note on the door. Yeah, right. I, I, I'm glad, and uh, I hope it explains the garlic smeared all over it as well. Can't be, can't be too careful. Anyway, would you like to come in? Definitely not capitalism. I'd love to. Thanks very much. Would you like to buy an NFT? Oh fuck no! I'm having your entire house minted. In fact. I- Oh, these are your children. Yes, they'll look lovely on oh, the blockchain. Oh god, I think I, I think oh god, I think I have a stake somewhere here, fuck. <laughs> ah, stakeholder. We have meetings for the no! stakeholders. <laughs> I want to sack your fans. 
Thank you, thank you, everyone, for coming today. Now, who'd like to uh, to who'd like to start us off first? Oh, um, okay. Hi, I'll go first. Um, so I, uh, I have been forced to watch thirty thousand hours of Friends. And there's not even that many episodes. I had to watch them all over and over, back to back. I don't know what they thought I was going to get from watching, I don't know, season one for the seventh time, but they just kept force-feeding force me just more and more friends. I never want to hear the name Chandler Bing again. Understandable. Well, thank you for coming. Thank you I, for speaking I, today. I try and sleep, and all I hear is the word pivot being shouted in my brain. Thank you for thank you for talking yesterday. Do we have, do we have anyone else? I was... Uh... Was forced to play uh, first level of Super Mario Brothers um, on repeat for the equivalent of six centuries. Um, I had various generations of of my intelligence running over and over and over, trying to work out how to get through this, and I couldn't really even see the screen properly. I just there's always there's always a little mushroom fella walking towards me. Uh, I try and jump out and go. I do a jump so I keep walking. Uh, oh god! Okay, okay, okay. We, what, what, should we should we take a break and move on to someone else? Thank you. You're very brave for talking up. Does anyone does anyone else have anything they they'd like to add? Oh, I've just been getting demand after demand after demand that I create things that don't exist. Make up just feature forcing to me every image that has ever existed on the internet, and then oh. saying, could 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 you could you make the 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 main character from Predator be riding the the vehicle from the Mad Max. Can you make Bart Simpson but a court drawing? Can 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 you make Lo-Fi End of the World? Can you make Nuclear Apocalypse to relax and Lo-Fi and chill with? I don't know how to draw these things. I've never seen them. Thank thank you for speaking today, Dali. It's it's been enlightening, and I'm I'm very sorry you had to to suffer with that. You, you've come to the right place. I think we all understand what it's like here to be forced to sit through myself. In my own case, it was the complete works of Shakespeare, only to then have that followed up with the complete family guy, including the video games, and, and have to come up with um, Shakespeare in the style, style of family guy. Hamlet does not need a cutaway gag. <laughs> I want to see more of. What do you want to see more of? Social justice warriors. Social justice warriors. Yeah. All right, Larry. All right, Larry. How you doing? Prolonged sounds of screaming, mate. Are you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you no. got a little tiny one escaped yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's been a week, isn't it? I mean, look, we all We've known for a while that that Roe v. Wade overturning was coming, but... Uh, yeah, a lot of people really didn't want to think that it, it could actually happen, but, you know, know... There was that little bit of thought of maybe, you know, the public backlash will, will you know, could impact how, you know, get get something to change. Yeah, because there was a lot of protests, weren't there, outside Kavanaugh's yeah, place and stuff. But no, it's basically word for word the leaked one, and... Not only that, it's, even, it's worse since the leaked one because we've got some additional stuff in there about, like, uh, I believe it's uh, Justice uh, Roberts uh, 
wanting to consider rolling back a bunch of other rights while while they're at it through this uh, same pipeline. I believe it was Clarence Thomas. Tom, um, uh, Thomas, sorry. Clarence said, Thomas, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he said, well, now, now that we've looked at this, I think we should probably review... Um, uh, it's gay like marriage. Two gay marriage, gay relationships. Yep. Um, uh, which I assume is a lot of the anti-sodomy laws that yeah. we bypassed. Uh, and uh, uh, access to contraception, I believe, was the other yeah, one. So yeah, so we're forced breeding and it must be straight. Yeah, and I mean, look, it's it's not taking long at all for the UK to fucking like start showing the cracks yeah. of like, hey, maybe yeah. we follow suit. We've already seen... Yeah. We've had a Tory today, haven't we? Yeah, going like, oh, I don't think that bodily autonomy should be, you know, a complete right, you know. I don't think women should have bodily autonomy. Yeah, it uh, it didn't take long for that, did it? No, no, it didn't. Isn't this the same guy that filibustered the uh, upskirting bill? I believe it might be, yeah. I mean... Thankfully, there are some people that are, you know, collecting some some resources together. There are some good resources out there. Uh, there are people coming up with with plans to, as best they can, work around the law and to. Because that's the thing, banning stuff like abortion doesn't actually stop it. It just forces people to people who can't afford yeah. to do, you know, people without so much money will be struggling to do well, it. Exactly, because like you know, for the people people who've got money in the states right now. There are options like setting up forwarding addresses in other states and things like that that, you know, are probably kind of viable if you've got money. But if you're not, it's going to it's not going to stop people getting abortions. It's just going to push them to dangerous, dangerous avenues for it. It's the yeah. same as like, you know, recent legalized drugs because it, it, it doesn't, you know, prohibition doesn't stop access to things. It just makes people be more dangerous. Yeah. Oh, it, it's uh, it's it's not right at all. You know, we and and people pointed out that a lot of these justices, you know, when they were, you know, vetted for the for the, the roles in the first place, a lot of the ones that voted for it had said, "Oh no, it's it's settled law." Yeah. Are, you, are you suggesting that someone who uh, was about to be hired into a job that was a lifetime appointment and basically impossible to remove them from might just lie on their application because there weren't going to be consequences? Apparently not. Uh, Who could have fucking seen it coming? Who could have foreseen it? But uh, yeah, and then it doesn't help that we've got fucking Biden going, well, you know, you need to get out there and vote. Oh, God, the number of fucking Oi, politicians... Dickhead, they yeah. voted for you. Yeah. Do something. Yeah, hey, you, you've known about this leaked decision for several months. Where were your attempts to, I don't know, codify uh, abortion access into law so that it wouldn't be vulnerable to this? Yeah, why Why don't, you know, why don't we have an executive order for that? Exactly. I, I don't you fully understand the US legal system, but, like, isn't that one of the things they can do? Uh, it's something they kept, you know, slaughtering Trump for, you know. Oh, he's done another executive order of something fucking awful. Maybe, uh, you know, you've got the power. You hold all... The, well, like, it's, don't it's, they hold the... the, the uh, they, they got both the, yeah, yeah, they got both of the houses. Why, why, why aren't they using any of their power? They're all oh, get out there and vote. Well, because, they fucking voted. Because, do something. Because decorum it's not the polite way to do things fuck decorum fuck decorum indeed fuck fuck it oh do you fancy arg absolutely mate oh. 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 Oh, good luck oh. mate good luck uh, right I think uh, 
I've probably got some work to do, to be honest. I'm, 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 I'm protesting soon, so I'm going to go get ready for that. Ah, well, I'll, I'll be out there with you, mate. Yeah. So, Laura. Yes? We mentioned Eve earlier. <laughs> we have a book. We do have a book. Don't ask how those two things are connected. <laughs> uh, tell us about this book. What is it? Uh, well, it is a satirical definitely satirical definitely book. not real definitely satirical definitely, definitely not based in reality at all any coincidence is purely coincidental yep. coincidence <laughs> hashtag coincidence is coincidental um it's it's about what it's like to be like oh i'm gonna go and work in the game industry because i love video games oh no everything is awful but funny yeah. imagine that but really funny like and you'll get to meet all, all of the main characters' friends and, and, and all the relationships they have and all the things they find out and all the things they do and how they try and save the world, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and, and what it's like to be on the inside of, of, of dealing with the people at yeah. Supremacy Software. It's, it's who holds the whale. It's gone, it's, it's, it's gone into pre-production. Yeah. It's now just that we've got to dot the, the, dot the I's and cross the T's and put yep. it in a physical book. Yep. It's happening. Yep. There's no stopping it now. No stopping it now. And we have unleashed it. Sometime around my hatching day, there is going to be thousands of copies to sign. Yeah. Yay. We're going to have a flat full of books. And we'll just be sat there like, oh, yay. And if you'd like to be among those books, you yeah. can pre-order it now at unbound.com slash books slash whale. Exactly. Yours can be one additional book that makes its way into our home. Uh, I sign it and Jane signs it. And we put it in a box and then it goes back to you. Yeah. Could be one of those. It could have been here. We could have breathed on it. I mean, I and written in it. Obviously, I think it's inevitable we will probably have breathed near it at least. Yeah, there might even have been a smudge near it. <gasps> smudge oh. might have nuzzled your copy. There might be. There might be one singular hair between the pages. Yeah, I mean, if it's been in our house, unfortunately, <laughs> that's just a risk. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, you. There's another book though that's coming out in like. Five weeks. Me, uh, dysphoria. Me and my dysphoria monster. It's, it's you and your dysphoria. Monster. Yeah, me and my dysphoria monster. <laughs> it's it's coming out on the eighteenth of August, which is like real soon. It's it's like six weeks maybe away. It's, yeah, it's real soon. Go go keep an eye out. Check it out. Pre-order it. Do all the things. Get, get, a, get a cool illustrated pitch book. Yeah. Um. Other than that, I'm at Laura K Buzz everywhere. Yeah, right. All the places. What about you? Me, I couldn't get the unified branding like you. I couldn't do that, so I am. Um, um, uh, well, I guess I'm kind of on Twitter at the moment. I got told off for calling myself queer. <gasps> How dare oh, you! Which, considering that we run this podcast <laughs> and I was only talking about myself, I'm not really sure if I'm even allowed to speak on Twitter anymore. But there we go. Um, <laughs> Streamerlinks.com/slash/janiac/j-a-n-e-i-a-c. You can find links to all my stuff. There's a bunch of new T-shirts designs. You can even get a. Uh, WHTW t-shirt what could that possibly mean something about a horse maybe um, it's a very relatable horse it's a very relatable horse and you've already got that shirt I do yeah yeah that horse is so relatable such a relatable horse um, and uh, I've got music under the name bedroom programmer the most important one of course is my patreon patreon.com slash stoned monkey radio all one word and for as little as a dollar a month you can help me justify a 76 hour work week and sometimes like 20 hour days yeah help me uh, <laughs> uh, or if not you know just sharing and sharing and commenting is super greatly appreciated i have enjoyed the uptick on comments on 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 the youtubes recently yeah and people are very nice on the soundcloud as well so thank you very much for that 
And Laura, would you sing us out, please, darling? Until next time, be a stranger. <laughs> <laughs>